What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And boy, do we have a great deal for you. Right now, when you go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and type in the promo code TanandJman when you check out, that's right, TanandJman, all in caps, you get free shipping on any order through the end of 2021. That's the end of 2021. That's December 31st, 2021. So if you're looking to get yourself a short-sleeve t-shirt, long-sleeve t-shirt, hoodie, pint, pint glass coffee mugs, stickers, so much more. TanandJmanShowStore.com makes the perfect holiday gift, supports our show, and at the same time, you can look great doing so. Please go to TanandJmanShowStore.com and buy some merch today. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. It is Monday night, December 6th, 2021. You're listening to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show, episode 264. First episode of December. It's cold. It's oh, windy. man. It's brutal outside. It's only yeah. going to get worse, I think, J-Man. I say, it feels like winter today for the first yeah. time, really, all season. Yeah, got pretty lucky so far, at least here in Indiana with the little snowfall. But uh, We haven't had it's probably a single through. drop here. It's probably coming. I know. I'm holding out hope. Yeah. But uh, December, here we are, last month of 2021. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. It's hard to believe the college football regular season's over. Um, college basketball started. NFL's entering the stretch run. Um, yep. It feels like all this stuff just started. Yeah, but uh, it's a good time to be a sports fan, mm-hmm. really. I mean, because it's fun, like you said, college football winding down. Well, really, for some teams, it's already over. NFL, we're getting that stretch run to the playoffs, and college basketball starting to get some conference games, some really good non-conference games. Things mm-hmm. are starting to heat up. Then baseball, you had some activity last week, but now they're on strike. <laughs> they are uh, first work stoppage since '94. Uh, yeah, Ugh. we'll see. Yep, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, got some birdie bogey for me, do you? I do. I do. So a few weeks ago, old Deshaun Jackson, um scored his 34th career touchdown of 50 or more yards, which is second most in NFL history. Who has the most 50-plus yard touchdowns um, in the history of the NFL? It is a wide receiver. How, how many did Lamar have? Does he have? Deshaun? Deshaun. Jeez, Deshaun, yeah. Not um, Deshaun Jackson. 34, Jackson. and he is two 34. touchdowns behind this guy. Okay, okay. So uh, one of the greatest deep threats ever. I've actually heard some Hall of Fame buzz for Deshaun Jackson, no, which I don't believe. No, uh, no, no, no. I mean, solid player, but also kind of a yeah. cancer everywhere yeah, he went. Not a Hall of Famer. No. Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, NobleGnomeLLC.com. Nothing heats yet better than some veggies. <laughs> Veggie soup? <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. What are we starting off tonight with, J-Man? You pick. Oh, man. Um, Start out with some college football. We had some uh, conference championship games over the weekend. Um, A majority of them were uh, kind of blowouts. 
But before we talk about the conference championship games, let's talk about the coaching carousel. Still sure. going on right yeah. now because yeah, last yeah. week when we were recording this episode, our, our episode last week, the rumors of Brian Kelly possibly going to LSU were out there. Mm-hmm. Right off after we got off air, probably 20, 30 minutes or so after we ended our show, it became it became official report. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one. Just growing up in Indiana, I mean, you still live 45 minutes south of South Bend. The um, reaction from Notre Dame fans did not disappoint. I think it's so funny. <laughs> They'd been defending him for 11 years, and then the moment he left, it switched, and they realized he wasn't a very good yeah, guy. This guy's a jerk. I'm like, I've known that for 12 for years. Time. I mean, yeah. did you see how he left Cincinnati back then when, when they're about to play Tim Tebow and the Gators for the Sugar Bowl? Yeah. He left high and dry. I mean, he's got a reputation of doing that. Um, I was surprised, but then the more I thought about it that night, last Monday, I wasn't mm-hmm. because I think he thought, you know, I'm the winningest coach all time in Notre Dame, longest tenured coach going through 12 seasons. I've made a BCS National Championship game appearance. I've made two college – football playoffs almost got to go undefeated as an independent to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't beat teams like LSU, Georgia, Alabama can't beat them. I'm going to go join them and I'm going to get a pay raise. Yeah. Huge pay raise too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I talked about it last week, he reached his ceiling at Notre Dame, which that ceiling is pretty dang high. Uh, sure. Now I don't think he ever would have beaten the Alabamas and Georgias, like you said, um, or even Clemson's. So now he gets to go to a place down in Louisiana where it's so much easier to recruit to. Notre Dame's mm-hmm. pretty easy to recruit to, but again, it's northern Indiana. You get to go down to the bayou and that whole area, Louisiana, that is LSU territory. They don't let guys leave that state. And it's a great football state. Um, fertile, fertile recruiting grounds down there. And I think um it's going to be more difficult joining the Alabamas and Georgias, but uh, he's, he, I mean, he's a proven winner, did it at Cincinnati, even did it at Central Michigan, um, and of course did it at Notre Dame. So it's a, it's an interesting hire for LSU because for whatever reason, he didn't seem like too much of a culture fit, and that could have just been because he'd been at Notre Dame for so long, we couldn't have imagined him anywhere else until it happened. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. He's got the accent now for it. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, he faked an accent. Um, I I saw a video. They put videos like side by side with each other of him saying some words the previous day to the Notre Dame team and then to uh, um, <laughs> him saying those exact same words down in Louisiana. And they uh, they sounded a little different. Yeah, he's from Massachusetts and, you know, spent, <laughs> like you said, last 12, 13 years of his life in South Bend. I don't think you pick up on it that quickly, but uh, what do I know? Another thing at LSU advantage he'll have is lessened academic restrictions for the athletes. Because, I mean, Notre Dame might lessen those, of course, a little bit for their Uh athletes opposed to the everyday student, but they're still probably more strict than most elite um, or high-profile college programs. So now he won't have to worry about that either. So I really think the move makes sense. We'll see how he does. It'll be interesting. SEC country's totally different. I mean, Ed Edger, Ed Ogeron won national title two years ago. Now he's fired. Gene Chiswick, kind of the same at Auburn uh, back right. in 2011. So I, mean, uh, I, mean, I know this guy didn't win a national title, but Dan Mullen, hottest coach going yeah. a couple years ago, three years of Florida out. Uh, jo- um, Joe Moorhead. 
Joe Moorhead at Mississippi State had some good success, and he was only there four years, and they fired him. I like that hire by Akron, by the way. Yes, absolutely. He was was at Oregon, correct? Uh, Offensive coordinator. Yep, he was offensive coordinator, yep. And we'll we'll talk about Oregon here in a minute, too. Mm -hmm. But But, uh, um, going back to Brian Kelly, I I had a thought, and uh, it's going to be easier to recruit, um, as you said, with the uh, Mm -hmm. lax – Mm-hmm. Just the lacks everything. I really they'll they'll do anything to get their good football players in. Plus, he can still sell. You know, we just won a national championship here three years ago, right? Um, right. so he, I mean, he he can still sell that pretty good. I think he'll do pretty good there. I mean, yeah. I don't like the guy one iota. I think he's a jerk. But is he a good football coach? Absolutely, mm-hmm. I can't deny that. I mean, he's got Notre Dame used to ten win seasons on a reg right now, which brings yeah. me to the next point. They hire Marcus Freeman as their 30th head coach in program history. S- sharp guy, confident mm-hmm. guy, just has a swagger to him. Players love him everywhere he's been. I mean, he was a good linebacker <laughs> at Ohio State. Then he was a linebacker coach at Purdue. Defense coordinator uh, under, under in the worst Purdue football era <laughs> ever, I should say. Um, then he went was uh, did good as as the DC in Cincinnati, and then he's been the DC in Notre Dame this past year. It is a risk. He's never been a head coach, and now he's taking over one of the premier jobs in college mm-hmm. football. Do you think their fan base can be patient enough to give this guy? I mean, will he be down his throat if they go eight and four, nine and three next year? Probably. Um, I mean, because they've got so used to winning so many games. Yeah, and. I know a lot of Notre Dame fans on social media that I was seeing wanted them to just promote Marcus right. Freeman. Um, mm-hmm. But again, significant risk. He's yep. not taken a stepping stone sort of job. Like I think um, he, he was a finalist for the Illinois job last offseason. If he would have been there and then had good success there for a year or two, and then he jumps to Notre Dame, it would have made sense. Um, he's a great, great defensive coordinator, and it's been proven at Cincinnati and at Notre Dame, but that risk factor of him only being 35 or so years 35, old. 35, yep. Um, and then you add an offensive coordinator in Tommy Rees, who's coming back, who's our age. He's 29, 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, the youth movement's not a terrible thing, but uh, still significant risk. Yeah, it can it can hit home good with recruits, but mm-hmm. you don't have that experience. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how this pays out. Yeah, if um, he loses a few games early, uh, it'll be interesting if he can handle, which I'm sure he can handle that pressure of, okay, we've lost three of our first seven games or whatever, got to turn this thing around or they're going to be calling for my head after one year. Um, It's that sort of stuff where Kelly, I mean, just four or five years ago, he had a four and eight season. Um, And then he bounced back and turned him into a team that's losing maybe one, two games a year. Mm -hmm. Um it's a, it's a really interesting hire, and um, I'm eager to see how it pans out because uh, Marcus Freeman seems like a pretty likable guy. Yes, uh, he is. Where Notre Dame hasn't had a likable head coach probably since Tyrone Willingham. Right. Couldn't stand Charlie Wise. Couldn't stand Brian Kelly. Um, it it makes it harder. I I wouldn't say it makes it harder to root against him, uh, which we Not very much <laughs> very much like to do. Um, but it won't be as fun. Seeing, right. um, not seeing Brian Kelly's tirades on the sidelines at his uh, quarterbacks next year. Oh, 100%. 100% agree with that. And now I can root against LSU pretty heavy, yeah. too. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like when Tom Crean went to Georgia. Right. However, we didn't, we don't mind Tom Crean now. I still think we'll hate Brian Kelly. 
at LSU. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, he's just a jerk. He's just not a good guy. Not a good guy. So that coaching vacancy is filled. Oklahoma fills theirs uh, officially today. Filled theirs officially today. I don't remember the guy's name off the top. I had Clemson's defense uh, coordinator. Brent Venables. Venables, yep. Yep, uh, um, his name has been thrown around the past yeah, years he, for a lot of head he coaching was jobs. defensive coordinator at Oklahoma under um, Bob Stoops. Yep. Uh, so super familiar there. He's had good defenses at Clemson, great defenses at Oklahoma. Um, again, though, you see this top tier program hiring a guy who's never been a head coach. Right. So there is some pretty significant risk there. Um, I, I don't know if they're thinking was we need to hire a defensive guy now that we're going to the SEC. Uh, cause I mean, the big 12 is all about scoring first one to 60 points wins. True. Um, and they've had offensive guys for a long time. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a pretty interesting one. Yep, uh, that that was kind of well. We thought it was going to be the last one to get filled for a little while. Then Miami, uh, you called this yeah. right on the nose last week. Manny Diaz out, uh, Mario Cristobal from Oregon yeah. in. I um, was helped tremendously by being a Miami Dolphins fan and True. seeing their uh, seeing point. their search. I think they kind of screwed Manny Diaz over though because they were oh, still there's no kind of about it. There's still yeah, not an AD. There's no athletic director there. They literally wanted Mario Cristobal to sign the dotted line before they hired Manny Diaz. If Cristobal backed out at the last second, they were going to retain Manny. Yeah, that's, awful. that's not fair to that guy at all. Nope. However, he kind of did that to Temple back in the day. He was Temple's head coach for a week and then jumped ship. So can't feel too bad for him. Um, and Temple's, Temple's open right now. They get yeah, Rod Carey got fired. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah he, he, he might run it back. I wonder if they'll give him a call. Um, Manny Diaz's tenure for the most part was a disaster. Um, Cristobal adds significant, um, credibility right away. I mean, he's had good teams at Oregon. He's been a good coordinator for years. Um, it's, it's kind of like the same with USC. I like college football better when Miami's good. Sure. So, um, we'll see if Cristobal can turn him around. It was Oregon's such an interesting job for an borderline elite job. You could call it elite, I guess, in some categories. Mm-hmm. They go through a lot of head coaches. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bad and a good thing. Mm-hmm. The bad is the coaches are leaving. The good thing is they're having great success where they're going elsewhere. Besides True. Mark Helfrick, uh, Chip Kelly jumps for the NFL. And now Cristobal going to um, back home in a sense uh, to Miami. Um that is an interesting one, though, because, I mean, there's some West Coast guys. I mean, we saw um, DeBoer take the Washington job, I believe, um, from yes. Fresno State. It, that, that's where he went? Yep. Um, Cal's coach has been mentioned as a guy who could potentially take a step up, and Oregon would be a step up from Cal. Um, oh, I, I haven't seen any sort of rumors about who they're looking at. Of course, it's pretty fresh, but I'm sure they knew it was coming for a while. Well, they can write any big check they want to. Phil Knight, yeah. CEO of, yeah. of Nike. I mean, they got all the money in the world out there at Oregon, and uh, mm-hmm. they always want somebody with Northwest recruiting ties. So that's yeah. what makes a unique job. So, yeah, so. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you who that sort of candidate could be. No, off the top of my head, no. I did see a job today that got filled that kind of surprised me. And I think it's a really good hire by the program. Do you see Colorado State hire Jay Norvell away from Nevada? Nevada, really? I did yeah, not see in that. conference. In conference. That is that's interesting. Um, 
Steve Adazio was there who was at BC a few yep. years ago and he was a utter disaster. Um, I think earlier in the year I saw a video clip where they got a, they, they were down like two. I think it was against Nevada. They were down two. They got a first down with like 10 seconds left. And instead of going up there and spiking it, the kicking team just ran onto the field. Um, not, not at the direction of the head coach. And then they shanked the field goal and they lose. Um, that's I remember kind that. Of, yep. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how, um, that's kind of how Steve Adazio's tenure went there. Yeah. They, they've been trash for two decades. Colorado's been trash. I mean, the, really, Air Force has been by far the best collegiate yeah. football team in that state. But I think this is a good hire for the for the Rams. Yeah, ab- I, I think absolutely. a good coach. Yeah, but I I'd be careful because he could use that as a stepping stone. Right. Which, I mean, that is kind of what those conference oh, teams yeah. are. And sure. if they use them as a stepping stone, great, because that means you're winning um, and you'll be – able to hire another kind of stepping stone guy. Um, I mean, Colorado state was a stepping stone for Jim McElwain, who was bad at yeah. Florida, but that's yeah. where he was. Um, urban, I guess was at Utah, uh, but that's kind of out in the same region. Um, and that was before Utah was a pac 12. So, you know, we're talking about mountain West in that region. How about if he wants to come out of retirement, uh, Peterson for Oregon. Yeah. I mean, that'd be, who he might like retirement too much. Um, yeah, he, I mean, but man, he's he had a good football coach. Good thing going at Washington. A great thing at Boise. Yeah. Um, maybe he gets that itch back. Which or I mean, try... go, ahead. go ahead. No, I I finished my thought. Or do they try to get Chip away from UCLA and run it back at Oregon? Could do that. Yeah. Wonder I how much know. money Chip's making there and what the buyout is. And that's another thing. Go back to Freeman at Notre Dame. I bet Notre Dame got him a lot cheaper than they could have some of these other guys that absolutely. their fans also wanted them to target. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even let it get to any sort of search, which I was kind of disappointed because I wanted to see what kind of uh, names they were going to go after to see them uh, be turned down because uh, that yep. was always fun for us. But uh, yep. yeah. Yeah, Notre Dame's now going to be in a festival against Oklahoma State. Uh, one of the teams they needed to lose the other day, and they did. Oklahoma State was inches away inches. from winning that game. Yeah. I'm sure Oklahoma State feels a little better now knowing even if they won that game with the results that happened on Saturday mm-hmm. with Alabama beating Georgia, Michigan beating Iowa, Cincinnati beating Houston, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would have been brutal had Cincinnati lost or Alabama lost. I was rooting pretty hard in that moment for Oklahoma State. Uh I did not want Notre Dame getting in. And you could ask my girlfriend. I was yelling at the TV (laughs) because two drives in the fourth quarter at the foot line, and they can't get in. Yeah, couldn't get in. It was driving me nuts. Now their starting running back got hurt in the first half. He would have been that key guy down there in the goal line. But it's Mm. like, come on. It's pathetic. Yeah, I uh, uh, we're sitting here pretty happy that uh, oh, I, I I I found myself rooting for Alabama, which I hate doing. I did too, Josh. I know. I did too. It's terrible. I did too, and I uh, but isn't it funny though? Alabama they've played pretty mediocre the last month. You know, scraped by Arkansas, extremely lucky against Auburn. Yeah, and then they remind the whole college football world we're still Alabama. Yep. on Saturday. I I think I said it last week. I I think I don't remember who I picked. Um, but I think I said it last week, they had those two scares and it wouldn't surprise me if they came out and it was not an issue and they just blew Georgia out, which is exactly what happened. Um, Georgia giving up less than seven points a game on the season. They give up over 40. 
to yeah, Alabama. Yeah, they, they gave up 24 in the first half. That yeah. was as much as they had given up in any game throughout the year. Yeah. So Alabama came out and punched them in the mouth. And I got to think Bryce Young wrapped up the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, honestly, though, Aiden Hutchinson's been He's a ridiculous for Michigan. But it's it's kind of that Manti Teow sort of a defensive player is never going to win it. I mean, Charles Dominican Sue as well. Um, great, great defensive end. One of the best, maybe Michigan's ever had one of the best big tens ever had, but he's still, he, he might be invited to it, but there's no shot he wins. Yeah. I think they announced the finalists tonight sometime. Okay. Um, if in my opinion, if Georgia would have won that game, I'm not so sure Pickett doesn't win the Heisman from Pittsburgh. Crazy. He had he, he over 40 touchdowns. He was so good this year. Uh, 4,000 yards. I think he'll be, uh, one of the first quarterbacks taken. What a story. Pittsburgh yeah. wins ACC. <laughs> yeah, Pitt against Wake Forest. I don't think anyone could have foresaw that. And honestly, no. it saved Pat Narduzzi's job. Oh, big time. Per- perennially like six and six or so. Decent, but nothing spectacular. They have a great year, and he's probably going to get a huge extension. I mean, he's going to go down as the program's second best quarterback in history. Yeah. Honestly, um, I mean, he's put up way better stats than Marino did back then. Yeah, but that's not fair. I mean, you compare decades and stuff. And Marino, now if Pickett goes on to have an info career like Marino, we can talk. Then we can talk about reassessing Uh that. But uh, so much of that goes into what do they do after they leave college. So, But, uh, yeah, some good bowl games. I think think the playoff committee got the four right. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not thrilled about by the seating. I kind of wish Michigan was one and Alabama was two. But I think they really want the potential Alabama Georgia rematch for the championship, which I think that potential is going to oh, happen. I can't, I can't imagine it doesn't happen, and I'm sure that's why they wanted it. Yeah. Now, did Georgia deserve to drop two spots? Probably not. But uh, I mean, you can make a case for Michigan, as you said, being one and Alabama two. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michigan won but, by forty points. Yeah, <laughs> near forty points. Yeah. Um, now, of course, Alabama beat a much better team than oh, yeah. Michigan yeah. did. Yeah. But uh, man, this the SEC love you knew was going to win out. And good for Cincinnati finally being that non-power yep. five school to break through. Um, they're going to get murdered, but I'm oh, glad they are. <laughs> I'm they glad are. they're in it. They are, um, especially after that TikTok video that kid made today. I didn't see it. Some dance he danced on the field did a. TikTok dance on an Alabama jersey or flag or something. So Alabama's like, going uh, by like a hundred. Kansas a few years ago clapping in Baker's face and Baker, <laughs> yeah, throwing. Baker just laughs. <laughs> Baker oh, no, no, he went for the handshake. No, went for the handshake. He started clapping, he started clapping, clapping laughing, yeah. and then he then he grabbed his junk from the sidelines. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, classic uh, Baker. Uh, but um, yeah, it should should be fun to follow. Bowl games, uh, Big Ten bowls were interesting. Some teams. Uh, the only gripe I had, Penn State gets the Outback Bowl hmm. over three teams. They had a worse record then. Who are they playing? Uh, I'll look it up. I don't remember, but they they're seven and five, and they got the Outback Bowl over three, eight, and four teams. There, there's three teams in the Big Ten. They'll always put in that good bowl, regardless of who they are or regardless of record. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. They play Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, Penn State was awful at the end of the year. Yeah, they play Arkansas. I'm guessing it's because they'll probably take the most fans. Maybe. I I don't don't see Penn State traveling that well, though. 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, Iowa got the Citrus Bowl against against Kentucky. Um, they travel well, and they, they won the West, really well. so they deserve yeah, to get at least their, that bowl. Yeah. Um, because you had, you, uh, Michigan, of course, is in the playoff. Then Ohio State made the Rose Bowl. Uh, Michigan State's in one of the other big bowls. Um, but then Wisconsin got Vegas. Minnesota got the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix. Uh, Purdue gets the Music City Bowl again, which I wasn't thrilled with. Oh, they were there just down there in 2018, and they yeah. get Tennessee, so it's a road game. Yeah. <laughs> and then Maryland got pinstripes, so at least no Big Ten bowl, no Big Ten team got sent to Detroit. Yeah, who I, I saw who was in Detroit, and I can't remember who it was. I think it was okay. it was too bad, like no name teams. But um, when's when's the last time a Big Ten team's been in Detroit? It seems like they haven't been in, in a few years. Yeah, they, they usually doesn't seem like they get enough teams. Or, or something like this year happens, they get enough teams in those bigger bowls. Yeah. Well, they... the NCAA had to add three extra bowl games for all bowl-eligible teams to be able to play in one. There was a lot of six-win teams. Well, and they'll <laughs> cut back about ten bowls here in a couple of years when they expand mm-hmm. the playoff. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do then for teams that go six and six and there's not enough. I don't know. I mean, and then, of course, we're in the day and age of – and I don't blame, I don't blame the players at all. Uh, the players that are looking to get drafted pretty high, not playing in these bowl games, unless it's a yeah. playoff game, essentially. I don't blame them. Our, yeah. um, I saw Jeff Brom said David Bell and Carl Loftus will not be back. Are they going to play in the bowl? They'd be dumb too. It's to but, be determined, uh, but if I had to guess, they will not. I, I mean, even if I'm Jeff Brom, I'd probably advise them not sure. to. There's sure. just, I mean, you saw what happened to Jalen Smith and 100%. Jake Budd as well. 100%. Um, both those guys come to yeah. mind right away. Um, I mean, it seemed like Christian McCaffrey kind of started this movement yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then ever since then, we see a lot of guys. I mean, I, I know Kyle Hamilton's um, debating playing for Notre Dame mm-hmm. in their they bowl shouldn't. game. Yeah, they so, shouldn't. Yeah, unless you're in the playoff, I definitely, even in the playoff, maybe some kids, but usually you don't see them sitting out in the playoff yeah. because yeah. that gets you the most exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and you want to go win a national title. That too. That so. too. But, uh, yeah, bowl season's always fun. I mean, maybe it's not what it used to be in the BCS era. Maybe yeah. the Bulls had a little more Thankfully. prestige to it. That's, I mean, that it, it does kind of damper the uh, bowl season around Christmas time and all of that and after Christmas. Uh, but at the same time, I think we both agree that the playoff was absolutely needed. Sure. Um, and, I mean, I still watch the Bulls. I don't know um, if we're still going to do pick them this year or not, but uh, it's always fun. Yeah, we can do some type of Tana J-Man show pick them. Mm-hmm. or something um but we have a few weeks to kind of figure out who's playing in those games who's not who's gonna be healthy who's not things like that so because yep. i know like purdue opened up as a two and a half point favorite in vegas but i'm guessing vegas that's if Karloftis and bell play there's I mean, no way if they don't play they're you're losing your best Tennessee. offensive player and best defensive player exactly yeah, yeah. exactly so but i will say tennessee fans on uh social media can they're be the pretty toxic wow they're ter- i mean we saw during the Greg Schiano fiasco, the coaching search a few years ago, um, they're miserable. <laughs> they're miserable. Yeah. Like, they're I, awful. I've seen that uh, on firsthand in the last almost 24 <laughs> hours. Thanks to our good buddy Evan Webb run helps me run the Boiler Breakdown at County. Had a nice little tweet. Not nice, but just a kind of a fun it tweet wasn't to Tennessee. Bad. Didn't tag him. Didn't no, tag him at all. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we have almost 100 replies. I I will say though, <laughs> Webby killed them with kindness, and and a, a lot yeah. of guys are like, "You're just too, you're you're too yeah. nice. This isn't uh, even fun." 
I, I text him. I said, Evan, what did you do? And he goes, oh, God. He goes, this is going to be fun. And then I would just see him reply. And I'm like, this is all him. I'm staying out of it. But it, it, it is fun. Some some people are taking it as a joke, you know, fun. Mm. But there's some been some nasty. Don't. There's been some nasty yeah. replies, too. People take that stuff way too seriously. It's so dumb. Saw a Kentucky guy and an Illinois guy tried to come to our aid. They got demolished. <laughs> so it's like, can't do anything. It was definitely not me that came to your aid. I've, it I, was I not to watch you guys. It, uh, burn. it was not. So it's uh, it's been entertaining. We did get a did get a podcast invite out of it. So to join nice. Tennessee Pod uh, shortly before the bowl game. So cool. Yeah, yeah. So any other thoughts about the college football? I don't anything have anything to think of. I no. think we cover pretty much every big coach and see vacancy yeah. and all the bowls and everything. So do you want to get educated real quick? Yes, I do. On this day. In 1939, who won the fifth Heisman Trophy Award? It is a Thir- Big Ten player. 39? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I can't think of anybody who played in the 30s. Niall Kinnick. Oh. Iowa. Yeah. Kinnick Stadium. Iowa running back. I could not have told you he played running back, though. Halfback. I mean, that is mm. running back. Wow. Well, same thing. Um, on this day, who won the 1961 Heisman Trophy? Stallback? Ernie Davis. He was the first mm. African American to win. Syracuse. Syracuse. Yep. yep. I believe they made a movie out of that. Um on this day. In nineteen seventy five, who won the Heisman? Man. Um, I'm good when it's like nineties and on no. with the Heisman, but seventy five. Can I get the conference? Big ten. Oh crud. Oh, um I think you got it. Archie Griffin. Yep. Yeah. Nailed it. Back Went back to winner. back. Nope. Yeah. Who won in 1986? We talk about this guy a lot, it feels like. It's not OJ. He was in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, 86, 86, 86. Wouldn't be Andre Ware. We don't talk about him a lot. He won in the 80s, though. 86. Barry Sanders? Vinny Testaverde. Oh! <laughs> I didn't know Vinny won it. Yeah. On this day in 1992, Jerry Rice caught an NFL record 101st career touchdown in a 27-3 win over my Miami Dolphins. He wasn't bad. He was not bad whatsoever. Grand Valley State. I don't remember that game. I was only 10 months old. <laughs> uh, on this day in 1992, the San Francisco Giants signed Barry Bonds to a record $43 million contract. That was worth their money. Signed record $43 million USD pact with Pirates MLB. So that's a contract. I don't know why they worded it so weird. I think it's a contract. I don't know. On this day in 2018, Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry had 238 yards rushing and four touchdowns, including that 99-yard touchdown around Jacksonville, Jacksonville, where he stiff-armed that guy way out of the way. Yeah, Uh, he's a beast. Man, Tennessee's hurting without some of their guys. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's all I got. That's all you got? Yep. 
Well, the On This Day segment is brought to you by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company by giving them a call at 574-210-3815. You want to uh, talk some NFL here? Let's do it. All right. Three winners, three losers. One of my winners was a loser last week, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers. 100% me too. They go into Cincinnati Cincinnati and just took care of business. Punched Cincinnati in the mouth, got up on them 14-0, and Cincinnati could not do anything. I can't figure Cincinnati out either. I can't figure the AFC out. No one wants to win it. Patriots are the number one seed now. I know. I know. Which Hopefully is disgusting. Not after tonight, hopefully. But all the divisions are pretty close. I mean, except the uh, Tennessee and Indy's getting closer. That's yeah, getting um, pretty close. Yeah, all of them are pretty close. It's just a mess. But, uh, yeah, Chargers one of those teams we talk about all the time. We can't figure them out. They're very inconsistent, but they're very talented. Yeah. Um, they're, they could be a dangerous team come postseason time. Just, Oh, sure. I mean, I mean, they, they can get hot really any team, as you said, in the AFC, that's uh, wide open. Um, sure. There's no expectations so. for them to win at all this year. Yeah. No, none. And there really never is. Cause they don't have a fan base. Brand new head coach. Brand new head coach. Yep. Second Who's year quarterback. Going to be a good head coach. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the Detroit Lions are one of my winners for the first I did, time. I almost put ever. them there because I thought it might be the only time this year we get to put them there, but, <laughs> but I, did, I, I did not. Did you put them there? No, you didn't. I did put not. Them I did not. Um, I mean, honestly, you should put the Vikings as a loser because that was horrendous. I did. The end of I that did. game. Did you? Yeah. Did Did you watch uh, the end of it? I just saw the very last play. That was pathetic defense. I mean, the guy was right like in front in the end zone. That was terrible. You know where the we're to blame, at least from our friend Logan Absolutely. standpoint, because we the tan J Man curse is real. <laughs> well, you better stay yep. tuned for my picks later. <laughs> What's your other winner? I have the Washington football team. Sure. It's one sure. of my winners. They went out to Vegas and uh we both picked the Raiders. I only picked them for two. But man, they don't, they're not the sexiest team by any means, but they just find ways to get it done. Their defense has finally caught up. Um, it looked so bad early in the season that they have finally started playing good defense. It got to the point we thought they were going to have the best defense in the NFL, and it got to the point where I had to uh, bench them in fantasy. <laughs> I mean, um, and they're doing this without Chase Young. Yeah. Yeah. Young's out for the season. Um, Kudos, kudos to Ron Rivera. He's uh he's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. Yep. They did lose Logan uh, Thomas yesterday, so that's gonna yep. hurt him going forward. He he had a fantastic touchdown catch too. They saw um, player early in the early in the game. Really good tight end. Um my last winner is Pittsburgh Steelers. Um beating the Baltimore Ravens. Luckily beating the Baltimore Ravens because uh Lamar had a pretty easy throw, in my opinion, to uh Mark Andrews, and it did uh, not go well. I'm off right off the fingertips. fingertips. Yep. yep. And they lost so uh, my last winner. They lost one of their best defensive players, if not their best defensive player for the season, Baltimore. Who's that? 
Uh, defensive back. Can't think of his name right now. Oh, um, uh, Humphrey, Marlon yep. Humphrey. Humphrey. I forgot yep. about that. Yep. Um, which is not good for them because uh-huh. which their defense really hadn't been that good to begin with. Um, and their offense has really struggled as well. So here the past few weeks, so they are a team, uh, that's struggling a little bit, which we didn't think they would. We thought they were going to roll away with the, or run away with the, um, North and it hasn't happened. And the Ravens are actually one of my other losers because I think they're a team that they're going to crumble coming down the stretch. The AFC yep. North is getting tight. It's crazy. And like you said, they're starting to get some injuries and, and, and they found ways to squeak out some games. They probably shouldn't have early mm-hmm. on the season. And now it's kind of catching up to them. So yep. I, I, I get the philosophy going too on the road or in, you know, and not home usually, but you got the best kicker of all time. Just kick the field goal. Yeah. You got pretty good defense. Take it overtime. Yeah. Take your chances. Kick, kick the extra point, which I mean, probably a lot of it. Goal, yeah. A lot of it had to do with Humphrey being hurt and they've had some injuries yeah. on defense that they trust Lamar Jackson in their offense more. Um, Harpaul's not afraid though. I mean, he did it oh, early in the year going for it on fourth and one. Um, I forget who they were playing, but they went for it on fourth and one uh, to seal the game in their own territory um, on a Monday. I think it was a Monday it was night Colts. game. Colts. Was it against the Colts? Well, they, no. they, won, they won that one. No, they won that one overtime. Who was that? Was that against Kansas City? Yes. Yeah. They yeah. they went for the win and did um, yeah. Yeah, went for it. And uh, yeah. so, I mean, I, I love trusting your team, but uh, overtime on the road, eh, that, the fact that it was on the road too, maybe that's why they went for it. What, what do you think about the report coming out of Pittsburgh that Big Ben has told people he expects this to be his last year as a Steeler? It's time. Um, I don't know why anybody else would want him. He should just hang right. Up. He's he's struggled this year, too. And um, he, he just looks hurt. Mm-hmm. He looks slow. Very slow. Um, <laughs> he, uh, it's it's time. I mean, they're 6-5-1. They're right there. Um as far as postseason goes, which they mm-hmm. could get in easily. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's time for them to have a succession plan in place. My final winner is also from the state of, of uh, Pennsylvania. I about said the city as a state. It's the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Um, I know they all, they beat the Jets, whoop-de-doo, but Minshew Mania was on fire yesterday. Yeah. And that That's why I put them there. I mean, he, they won with a backup. He is better than Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He is better and they need to start him if they think, or if they want to make the uh, playoffs. Right. Like hundred percent. I mean, he had a one fifty eight point three quarterback rating a perfect quarterback rating for a majority of the game yesterday. I know it was against the worst team in the NFL, arguably not named the Detroit lions. Um, in a terrible secondary, but, um, yeah, he's, he's good. I'd take him. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Denver's an easy playoff team with him. Which, um, go ahead. Losers. Um, I've already named off two of mine, the Vikings and the Ravens, and the Denver Broncos are my third. Huh. Because did I expect <clears> them <throat> to win? No. But if you had told me before the game that the defense was going to hold Kansas City to 22 points, Patrick Mahomes would not have a passing touchdown. Terrible they game for him. Got to hold him to the his worst – um, QBR of the season, Denver was going to run for, I forget what they ran for, whatever they did. I was said, Denver's going to win this game. 
Mm-hmm. No, because Kansas City's defense and credit Kansas City's defense has been playing a lot better lately. They shut Denver's passing attack down and made Teddy Bridgewater have by far his worst game as a Denver Bronco. Yeah, if you throw a pick six to Daniel Sorensen, you know you're doing something wrong. That's Sorensen's, two years in a row the Broncos have done that. Locked it last year. Awful too. He's the worst safety in the NFL, he's starting safety, and he's picked him off for pick six twice. Um, and the Broncos yeah. special teams is just complete garbage, and they won't do anything about it. Yeah. It's garbage. Um, my three losers, I don't, I don't even think I've said a loser yet. The Vegas Raiders losing at home to a team they should beat, which can't figure out the Raiders. That 0-6 um, this year when Carr doesn't throw for 300 yards or more. It's crazy. I mean, he's their entire offense. I know there was a controversial no pass interference call. I have saw the video a ton today. Um, I mean, could go either way. Right. Coin flip sort of pass interference call, but I'm okay with them not calling it. Um, kind of makes up for the missed pass interference call against the Dolphins. I would have won the Dolphins the game um, in Vegas earlier in the year, so I don't feel too bad for them. Um, San Francisco 49ers are my, another loser of mine. Um, losing, I know it's in Seattle, but Seattle has been playing terribly. The Niners were up early. Um and right when you think the Niners are going to make this run to the postseason, they lose um, to a bad team. Yeah, a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, then my last loser, New Orleans Saints. I know it's at home, or it um, they're not good, but um, losing at home to Dallas. Taysom Hill's horrendous. He's not a quarterback. He's not a running back. He's not a wide receiver. He is a guy that you put on the punt team. And Sean Payton's acting like he's God's gift to earth through four interceptions. He's awful. Um, and now he's hurt. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're screwed at quarterback. There's no other way yeah, to put it. It's, it's going to be team money wiggle. And um, he's a backup. He has a track record of being pretty bad. So, yep. Yep. So I won the belt this week. You did. Yep. Rightfully so, like I always will. You do a lot of times get it right back after you lose it. I I'll do. give you that. I do, I do. I, th- but And I'm not very confident to get it back this week because I thought this week's picks were so hard, for points at least. I thought the point values this week were so hard. Yeah, real difficult. Um, I've just kind of had to – like there's some that I'm like, why do I have so many uh, on this 100%. Team? Um. It was so bad this week that I picked the Jets to beat the Saints. I did too. <laughs> now I only have it for one point, but uh, I got them for yeah. more than one. It was it was a rough week. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh at Minnesota on Thursday night. Interesting game here. Both teams yeah. need it. Um, I mean, talk about you know Matt Nagy, Bear fans being down that fan that fan base being down management throat to make coaching change. Viking fans are starting to do the same yep. thing for Mike Zimmer. Um, with that said, I'm taking the home team, the Vikings, for three. Sorry, I have Logan Shrimp. Five, yeah, I have Minnesota for five. Um, I think I made that pick before the Lions and Vikings uh, started, but there's something that I, I, I just think Thursday night, um, it's a home game. It's only Give five games left. It's kind of only do five or die. We're in the uh, final yeah, stretch. Zimmer needs something good to happen. So yep. uh, give me Minnesota, Baltimore at Cleveland. This is a tough one. The AFC North is a mess. Um, like I said, I think Baltimore's starting to fall apart. I'm taking the Brownies, but only for two. I am sticking with Baltimore. 
Uh, I have eight confidence points on it. Um, I don't believe in Baker Mayfield anymore. I don't believe in the Cleveland Browns anymore. Don't get Uh, your homeland. No. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, Give me Baltimore. I I just, I still believe in them more than I believe in Cleveland, even though it's a road game. Yeah. Be tough. Uh, Jacksonville at Tennessee. Tennessee for 12. I'm not picking Jacksonville the rest of the year. No, uh, Jacksonville's awful. Uh, Tennessee for 13. Um, let's see here. We have Vegas at Kansas city, Kansas city for nine. Um, they've won five in a row. I mean, they're not looking like the chiefs of old, but their defense is looking really good. All of a sudden that's a tough combination. Like you said, the Raiders are up and down. And if Carr doesn't play good or throw for 300 yards or more, they don't have usually win. they don't yeah. win games. And he's not gonna do that. At Arrowhead. Kansas city's rolling. Now I have Kansas city for 10. Um, Mahomes, I mean, they're winning games now that Mahomes playing terrible because mm-hmm. uh, their defense has somehow found a way, which didn't think that was possible because there was, they've been so bad this year. Um, but yeah, give me Kansas City. Uh, the game that we mentioned, New Orleans Saints at the New York Jets. You said you have the Jets for one. I have the Jets for one. I have the Jets for six. And I wow. have no, yeah, it was one Wowza. of those games like I like it. I got to take a chance. If I'm going to knock out the champ, I got to take a chance. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think you're expecting me to have the Jets either. I wasn't. I was not. So <laughs> kind of backfired, but yeah. Still. Points. Yeah. Uh, Dallas at Washington football team. Uh, one of the NFL's, or at least I don't really enjoy the game, but one of their so-called better rivalries. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking the home team. I'm taking Washington for four. Really? I have Dallas for nine. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna swing one way or the other this yeah, week. There's yeah. there's gonna be a lot of differences. Uh, Atlanta at Carolina. This was a weird one. I these two teams it's like they're yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. both of them. But I got Atlanta for seven, and I couldn't tell you why. I have Atlanta for four, and I couldn't tell you why. <laughs> uh, Car- Carolina just fired their offensive coordinator Joe Brady. Yep. Um, maybe maybe one of the- maybe Kelly hires him back at LSU to be yeah, LSU. He should because Brady was one of the hottest names yeah, in college. Uh, College football and the NFL, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, give me Atlanta. Seattle at Houston. Seattle for 13. And I don't That's, think highly of the Seahawks. That just I don't think low, highly I think, of, of the Seahawks. Of the Texans. Um, Tyrod Taylor got benched um, for Davis Mills um, <laughs> against the Colts on Sunday. Um, don't believe in the Seahawks whatsoever. And I think Wilson and Pete Carroll's time is kind of coming to an end there. Maybe not Carroll, but I think for sure – Wilson's is any prediction where he might end up. I know it's way premature. Um, Denver. I'll take it. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm not getting my hopes up. I, I think, um, I think, I think they have some packaged picks to try to make a run at somebody. So maybe I, I don't know where Wilson's originally from. I know he went to NC state out of high school, maybe Carolina. I think uh, he is from the Carolina area is he? for some reason. Yeah. Uh, maybe Carolina makes a run. I know they're going to make a run at Deshaun Watson, but uh, well, yeah. more power to them there. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the Detroit Lions no longer winless, heading to the Mile High City. I'm glad <laughs> they got the win out of the way, but they do play tough and physical football. It kind of makes me nervous. No, but if the Broncos lose, I was telling my dad this: the Broncos have five games left, right? Pretty tough schedule. You got Detroit at home, Cincinnati at home. At Vegas, at Chargers, and Kansas City at home. It's pretty tough. See, even make the 
to have a chance to make the playoffs. I think you got to win four out of five. At maybe yeah. five out of five. I think there's, four to get you to ten wins might do it. There's so many teams bungled in that five to yeah. seven win range in the AFC. I don't think they're going to get there, but I think they get this one done. I got Denver for ten. I have Denver for twelve. Um, they're going to run all over Detroit. Javante Williams is a great running back. He's a beast. Um, he's really, really good. Well, that's the um, thing that makes me mad. I really think they are a quarterback away from being a pretty good. Yeah, team. their defense is good. I mean, Patrick Sertan, the second, has been really good this year mm-hmm. as a rookie. Yep. Um, they, they. I mean, Bradley Chubb's been pretty good, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been hurt most of the been year, hurt. but yeah, I mean, but their offensive line's very average. But mm-hmm. like you said, you got Javante Williams, and then you got a good young core of wide receivers in Cortland Sutton. Uh, Tim Patrick and Jerry Judy and not yeah. bad tight ends and Noah Fanton, Albert Okawaganam, who announcers still don't know how to say his name. So they just call him Albert O, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. They got to figure out the quarterback though. And they haven't been able to do that for a long time. Since Peyton. Yep. Uh, the New York giants at the LA chargers chargers for 11. Um, Same. The, uh, uh, oh geez. Um, Jonathan Taylor has 18 touchdowns on the year. That's as many as the giants offense has total. Yeah, I don't know if Daniel Jones is going to play. <clears throat> um, Mike Glennon's real bad. <laughs> yeah, the real Bears, remember, bad. remember when the Bears signed him to a big money deal? Um, yeah, Glennon on Sunday started like against the Dolphins, started like 10 of 11, which sounds great, but it was only for like 46 yards. So it was they were doing yeah. nothing. Dump um, offs. So yeah, charges for 11. San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. We've talked about these teams a lot today, but I'm taking Cincinnati at home for five, but Burrow banged up his finger. Yeah. Yeah. Ugly. Um, I have Cincinnati for seven. I think, yeah, I think um, we can't figure either of these teams out though. Wouldn't surprise me if San Francisco goes in there and wins. Uh, Buffalo at Tampa Bay. I'd like to see Buffalo play tonight. I know it's snowy and windy in Buffalo. 40 mile an hour winds. That's going to be a fun one between the Pats and the, and the bills tonight. I'm taking Tampa Bay for one. I have Tampa Bay for three. Um, I think Tom Brady will be too much for him. Uh, Chicago Bears. Matt Nagy's tenure is coming to an end at the Green Bay Packers. This is Green, Bay, be Green Bay for 14. Green Bay for 14 as well. This is going to be ugly. They can't ever beat Aaron Rodgers, and this might be the final time they ever match up against Aaron Rodgers as a member yeah. of the Packers. So he's going to throw for about 800 yards. <laughs> at least he he owns them. I mean, he's told them that. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> The L.A. Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Good matchup here, but give me the Cardinals for eight. I have the Rams for two. Oh, I, there's something about coming. it that I think the Rams go on the road and get her done. I don't know why that is. but Throw uh, a wrench into the AFC, uh, into yeah. the NFC West. NFC why not? West, yeah. Um, the buys we have, the Indianapolis Colts, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots, and Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, if I was a Dolphin fan, I wouldn't like the buy right now because they're kind of rolling. The buy they're right rolling now. right now. They have won five in a row, albeit against teams that aren't that great. I mean, Baltimore's a good team, um, but yeah, their their defense has been insane. Tua has, if I think, if the season ended today, he would have the most accurate passing season in the history of the Miami Dolphins, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Um, and it would be like the fourth most accurate. I, I, I'm screwing up the stats. I literally just saw it. He's very but, accurate um, this year. He's ridiculously accurate. I mean, if he would have thrown, I think two more completions without incompletions yesterday, he would have been the first player ever to have four straight games where he threw 80% completion percentage. 
So um, he's playing well. I think the lights kind of clicked on for him. Hope, hopefully, anyway, um, they need it to. But, uh, yeah, I hate the bye. I, I don't like bye weeks even when they're playing bad, though. Yeah. Gives me something to do. Are you ready for the word association? Let's hear it. Let's fire through these because we still want to talk some college hoops before we all wrap this up. And my word association is related to college basketball. Uh, my Purdue Boilermakers today, first time ranked number one in the AP poll in school history. So I looked up all the other teams that have been ranked number one in the AP slot and just picked out some random ones. Cool. And I want to know your thought regarding their basketball program. So no football thoughts on this one. So starting with Alabama. Um, Avery Johnson was the first thing that came to mind. He's their head coach a couple years ago now. Yep. Uh, I think they have a better one now. Yes. Arizona. Um, Channing Fry crying after losing to Illinois in the Elite Eight. I didn't even put that two and two together there about the Elite Eight game. I, I thought Lou Olson <laughs> right away. So, yeah, UConn. Yeah. UConn. Um, they just win national championships. They don't go to the tournament, and then when they do, they win national championships. kind national of annoying. Titles, it feels really? like. It's super annoying. Yeah. DePaul. Oh, man. Um, they're better this year. Yeah, well. Somehow, yeah. yeah. Florida. That's all I got on him. Florida. Um, Billy Donovan. Yep. Georgetown. Patrick Ewing. Yeah, he's not doing so hot there. No. Um. Yeah, they had that run to I think the Big East Championship game last year. Yes. Yes. Where they were under five hundred coming in and. Yep. But. Georgia Tech. Oh man. Um. Georgia Tech was ranked number one at one point. Um, Luke Schencher. Good one. I was trying to think of that guy's name. He had the afro. The orange hair. Yeah. Houston. Calvin Sanctions. I thought he might go five slam a jamma there. No. Indiana State. Larry Bird. Larry Legend. That's an easy one. Yep. LaSalle. LaSalle. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason I put that one uh, on there to get your Philadelphia. Pretty sure they're in Philadelphia. Hey, they were in the final two for Kobe Bryant because his dad was coach. That's right, his dad was coach Kobe Bean. Yeah. Loyola, Sister Jeans, and Sufferability. Marquette. Oh man, twenty six turnovers for Illinois three weeks ago. Sorry, Josh. Those are back to back ones. I yeah, really didn't yeah. plan this Thanks. out. Yeah. <laughs> UMass. Oh, Marcus Camby. Yep. John Calipari. Missouri. Um, Conzo Martin. Can't Knew stand him. Knew that was him. coming. Knew that was coming. Notre Dame. Oh, man. Um, Austin Carr. That's a good one. I think Illinois might set uh, or break the Marquette turnover record tonight. It's not going so well. They're winning, but huh. they're turning it over about it every turn. Oregon State. Oregon State. I got nothing. Corvallis. I know that's where they're. How about Gary Payton? Gary Payton and his son went there as well. St. Joseph's. Oh, man. Um, Jameer Nelson, Delonte West. Matt Carroll, that group. Uh, Yeah, they were good. St. Louis. Um, St. Louis. Rick Majerus. Offense. And I'll cut our list short since we only have a few minutes. San Francisco. Um, 
the big guy for um, the Boston Celtics. What was his name? Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're actually really good this year. Same for Are the they good? Yeah. They've had some good well, years. Um, they got a but... really good player. His name escaped me. He's one of the better players in the country. Mm. And his name escaped me. But uh, right. a name that is not escaping me is Rhett Lee. Uh, Rhett Lee is sponsors the Word Association segment every week. He's an attorney at law. And Rhett Lee and the law office of Andrew Akee LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rep provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give Rhett a call today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. Tin J-Man shows brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-bread, turn one, seafood, craft beer, or a hand-craft cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Dam is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle, focused on freshness and quality. They have delicious beers and cocktails, and they have fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boat or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. And the Tangema Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products and more great golf holiday gifts at circle15golf.com. Yes, sir. College basketball, your team is number one in the country for the first time ever. It's very cool. I mean, something I never experienced. What sure if I ever would. I know it's not a huge deal, especially if it's in November or December, but still a cool thing to happen. I like hearing the leaders of the team saying, this is great, you know, to experience this, but this is not our goal. Sure. We have bigger goals, you know. So I like hearing them that because hearing them say that because they know they are now going to be the hunted. The target is now mm-hmm. on your back. So they're going into Piscataway on Thursday night against the Rutgers team. Don't know if Geo Baker will be available or not, but either way, everywhere you go, that place probably going to be sold out and rocking because you're number one. Which Rutgers does that anyway, regardless of who they're playing, it feels like. Uh, And they're coming off a absolute shellacking on Friday night. And and Purdue Um, didn't play very well Friday night. They did for stretches, but they about blew it against Iowa. It was almost reminiscent of five or six years ago against Iowa. Iowa starts that two-man trap and Purdue's guards, veteran guards, nonetheless. That's what drove me nuts. A senior guard out there. (laughs) Yeah. And it wasn't all his fault. There were guys that weren't coming back to meet him to get the ball. But it's just like, guys, come on. Um, yeah. But they got it done. They took care of business. Now the next three games are away from Mackey um, against uh, at Rutgers, NC State, Sunday at the Barclays Center, and then next Saturday in the last Crossroads Classic against Butler. Now Butler's knocked off a number one team in the past. So down there at the Crossroads. Yeah. But, uh, Butler's horrendous, though. I know, but the whole – place will be going for butler except purdue yeah. fans so like like they do anyway so yeah. we'll see uh big Ten's off to an interesting start yep um tonight we have illinois at iowa it's tie game mm, i'll take the line i so be the j man's book of prediction of the week illinois got up 10 early then started turning the ball over and missing shots and now it's a tie game uh, I think Iowa wins. Illinois still without Andre Curbelo. Um, Keegan Murray's back for Iowa. Uh, Tony Perkins is killing Illinois right now. Oh, he, I mean, killed, I he, has, he killed Purdue the other night. He has 10 points already. Yeah, I think it's 16 um, the other night. Now Iowa's winning. But, yeah, give me Iowa. Tomorrow night we have 
Michigan at Nebraska. Oh, Michigan. Nebraska's awful. Nebraska's bad. Michigan's been a disappointment. Yeah, um, I don't mind that. Give me Michigan. Uh, Indiana at Wisconsin. A surprise Wisconsin. At give that. me the ba- give me the Badgers. Indiana struggles at the Kohl Center. Um, yeah, give me give me Wisconsin. Although I think Indiana can outscore them. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State at Minnesota. Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State. Minnesota's been a surprise though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purdue at Rutgers. I think Purdue gets it done, but I think it'll be a rock fight. Purdue um, gets it done. Iowa at number seventeen. Iowa State. Iowa State, I guess. I know nothing about them, but they're ranked 17, so they must be pretty good. Give me Iowa. I think Iowa's pretty good. I do, too. Um, Arizona at Illinois, Saturday. I'm taking the Wildcats. Uh, I'm taking the Illini. That place will be rocking. Yeah. Wisconsin at Ohio State. I'll take the Buckeyes at home. Same. I think that's about all the time we have. Yeah. Um, to do this so thanks for watching the tan and j man show have a fantastic week everybody get some merch tan and j man show store.com type in tan and j man for free shipping through the end of 2021 have a great week everybody and we will be back at it next monday and we're going to keep it going for another segment for the audio listeners because we got to finish with birdie bogey i oh, have shoot. not i completely I forgot uh, this is my fault for time management, but I know we're off the air on TV. Completely but, forgot. Um, we'll keep it rolling uh, here for those watching on social media and for those uh, listening on audio. You'll get a little bonus section right now. So Deshaun Jackson um, scored his 34th career 50-yard touchdown, uh, which is second most all time. Who is number one? I don't. I don't think I'm going to get this, but. Uh, 50 yards or more, you said? Yep. Man, this guy caught a lot of bombs, so I'm going with it. Randy Moss? Incorrect. It is Jerry Rice. I sneakily thought about him because we mentioned him earlier, but I'm like, nah. I think that pretty much wraps up the um, season. Yeah, I think so. I'm four strokes behind now. Yep. I'm just having a Having a bad time when it comes yep. to uh, picks on the Tana J-Man show lately. Yeah, J-Man wins again. But uh, now that'll do it for episode 264 of the Tana J-Man show. So have a great week, everybody. <laughs>